Well, hello. Welcome to Death Piles and Taxes. My name is Derek Everett, and I'm going to talk to you about all things e-commerce and uh, online selling. Across from me is Mr. Adam. Well, last time we found out your name was Frederick Adam Beasley. Well, I appreciate that, Mr. Big D-Roy. And he uh, is the tax man. The taxes of the Death Pile Taxes. This is episode number 11. All dogs go to heaven. Well, isn't that a movie? And... What number 11 of our podcast may be titled? Uh, Onse? I, I don't know. Or may not. I don't know. What are we calling it? Man, we're calling it March Madness, man. How's your oh, bracket oh. doing? We didn't even talk about it last week. And if anyone knows me and Adam to not even bring up March Madness, really, I guess we touched on it, but that's kind of crazy for us. Well, I got my bracket sitting up there. I did quite well uh, round one and two. I did quite good. So we're doing the pool at work, you know, like you do. And uh, the first of it, first round, I did really, really good. First day I'm in the lead. Come back over the weekend, I went from uh, first to worst, tied for last place. So I'm hoping for uh, just some some movement. I just don't want to be uh, the bottom. So now I'm just committed to be middle of the pack. Well, I just have, you know, champion rights with my family. So I can't let my, my eight-year-old son beat me. Oh, see, we have the family thing going, too, and... And my dad, you know my dad. Yeah, Easy Money Evie. He, uh, on the ESPN's bracket, as of last check, he was in the top 200 some thousand wow. in the world or whatever it is. Well, so That's, that's good. Ain't not money. bad, I guess. Good there work you. if you can get it. That's right. Yeah, I did pretty well. I got 26 in the uh, first round and 11 uh, in the second round. So You know, I once had a perfect opening round. Oh, all, I saved it. All 32 games? Uh, opening round, Yahoo Sports, probably about 10, 12 years ago. Uh, I got it. Is, I, is I, this the year it. that China win, like I won, and we had the bets going? It and was like the year before not? or the year after that, that you got that you got the infamous... Uh, Don't make me pull it up. I, I've offered to pay you. I, I know, but it's, it's the principle. I know. So we, we, we set up this bracket with all of our friends, and they come <laughs> to this wonderful realization that they're like, you know, we probably shouldn't gamble. And of course, like, I'm winning the bracket. My realization, they may have been told by someone they really respected that gambling was not a thing for them. Yeah, so uh, of course their conscience kicks in for one minute, and then they're like, change their mind at, right after. Well, and, and to be fair, we were not in the lead at the time like you were, so it, it sounded really smart to welch out of that bet. Yeah, and this is back when we were all poor, and I was kind of counting on that money. <laughs> yeah, a hot date instead, me and Durbin went down to the Tasty Freeze and spent all the winnings. I could have had a real good night at Red Lobster. Oh, man, you could have too. I've offered not only to repay you, but repay you whatever that fund may have been, because I feel worse about... about uh, Swindling you out of that profit, then, then. But the I can't. Time. I can't go back in time. I know. It, 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 the Red Lobster is different when you're a young single guy. It, it really is. You know, I, that's. It, it's just different. You, you gotta pay on your bets, regardless of what anyone may say to you. You gotta finish what you've started. So what you're saying is, 27 years ago, it was the big Christian Leitner hit shot. Okay, so I'm saying I had a perfect bracket like 12 years ago and saved it on the Yahoo and then after that, every pick, like, it went downhill fast. Downhill, huh? But I can say I had a perfect opening round. Well, there you go. So yeah, it is March Madness time. That's always a good time of year. Hey, it's a good time. I mean, we talked a lot of sports memorabilia and stuff, but uh, we got spring ball and baseball, well, football, college yeah. spring ball, and then baseball's opening. Well, like we're, opening we're day just opening happened day, today. So. I, I watched it. So if you got sports memorabilia, probably a good time to get that stuff listed because there's people like us that are degenerates and want to wear our colors. 
You may be the degenerate. Hey, you're the one complaining about a gambling debt not paid to you for years. I'm just a loan shark now. <laughs> <laughs> now. There's a lot more money being on the bookie side than the gambling side, That's from, right. from what I understand. There's a reason Las Vegas keeps building those billion-dollar casinos, and it's not because people are winning. No, so, so you can go walk through them and look up and say, oh, this is nice. Well, bringing that up, you know, if you hit the right winnings, you know you have to claim that on your taxes, right? I've actually uh, had to come see you about a, uh, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, you you did. You, you had to claim that on your that taxes. Was, that was eye-opener when they said, uh, we need your Social Security number. We're writing you out some tax form, and uh, you're going to be eligible to pay Uncle Sam his fair share of this. Isn't that funny that Uncle Sam gets his money out of the uh, gambling winnings? What's well, funny, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard it even on like the online illegal casinos, right? If you win enough, you still got to pay your taxes. Is that, I mean, how does that work? I don't know what you and Mike Durbin do on the Reddit, but I'm not involved in those kind of things. I know, I have a friend, I'll just say, allegedly, I have a friend who likes to wager on women's softball for whatever reason, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he won quite some that, like, a lot of money somehow, because it seemed like he just knew what was going to happen, and he had, like, this 16 parlay, right? So he won quite a lot of money. (laughs) What are you laughing about? This is a true story. And he comes to me, and he's like, you won't believe this, but I hit a, a 16 parlay. I'm like, oh, cool. What were you playing? He said, women's slow pitch softball or fast pitch softball. And I said, like down at the rec center? And he's like, no, collegiate. Like, I found this website. I'm not going to say their name because I'm not. they're not paying me to sponsor them or anything. I said, you can't do that. And he pulls it up, sure enough, and he hit a significant amount, right? But, like, I, apparently he has to pay taxes. But I'm like, how can you do that? You're offshore gambling. Well, the one thing I always ask people is, because it's just one of those random questions, I go down my list and I like to ask, hey, uh, did you have any large gambling winnings this year? And everybody looks at me like, what are you talking about? And I says, well, you got to claim your, your winnings, but you can only write off your losses to the amount of money that you won. So, Well, also, we just had a big Powerball winner. I don't know if you saw that. but uh, You were supposed to go get us tickets, remember? Next week. I was flashing you cash. Hey, you'll be all right next week. If we only win like $10 million, you'll be okay. What was it? It was like five hundred million. I think it was seven. I think it jumped up to seven something. Which you can spend all that if you wanted to. Man, so. that's we're just gonna have to do it like the regular schlub and just work. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. that's, that's I, I, I won't have like. my parents to give it to me. Well, I'm still wondering about this online gambling softball. You didn't give us a definitive answer for but, a, a friend. Well, asking for a friend. If friend was making those kind of funds, then. Uh, if you ever give out your social security number, you better plan for the IRS to know about it. Okay. So that's enough. that's if you if you give your social security number, you better make sure that Uncle Sam knows about it. You know, maybe it's the they have to wire transfer that or somehow you move enough money, something triggers. I don't know. I'd just like to be like the you know Uncle Scrooge McDuck and just just get it all in cash. Cash. Just go swimming in it. Yeah, I mean uh, that would be nice. That's that's where I'd want my my seven hundred million dollars. Oh, seven hundred. I mean, I yeah. I don't. I don't even know. Can't even daydream. There's certain numbers that I can't even daydream about. You know the funny thing you're talking about. You know, uh, crazy backwards softball type things. You know where the biggest like WNBA blogger is from? Where? Right up the street here in really? Utah. Okay, so this is turning to a gambling podcast. But I, you know, I listen to a lot of stuff. I know that you do. And there's a certain like handicappers and stuff I'll listen to. Okay. People say 
that that's the sport if you're really going to wager um, WNBA is where where the uh, best opportunities are because the people that spread the or make the spreads and, and the lines and what have you don't really watch as much of that as they should. So there's a lot of uh, if you know your teams, there's there's enough caps there that you can well, you can really do some damage. Well, let's reach. I mean, it's just down the street. We'll Maybe we need to go down there out. and uh, say, hey, we're going to buy you a real nice room in Wendover. All the WNBA you can handle. Just you know. Give us some advice. Well, well, we'll see about. It. I just want to invite him in on the podcast. Maybe we can get one of them sixteen parlays, and then we'll have yeah. to be on slow pitch with yeah. softball, like some people who like, may or may not be listening. Like three nickels dot com. I'm not giving out, and they're not paying me to say their names. Oh, okay. They're not sponsoring my good podcast. Not yet, at least. If we ever are sponsored by an online casino, <laughs> and we're trying to give advice on financial tips and uh, making money, that so, might be a bad day. So you want to hear a funny story about that? Yeah. It's one thing. Yeah, I mean, when, you're, when, when you sell online, you just never know what's going to happen. When you, when you deal with people, because the online world just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Sure. So I, I may or may not have, and by may or may not, I mean I, I did... I had a, a a job opening here, and I had a gentleman apply for a job, and I do my due diligence. I like to know more about people than they know about me, and uh, that's the nice thing about online. You can do a lot of research, a lot of searching. So I was looked him up, and he was actually being federally indicted Ooh. for like the Fantasy Kings or fan, one of those fantasy places mm-hmm. before it became legal, and uh, he was involved in that. But he still wanted to work for me. Yeah, sure. You what? You have money here. People bring in their socials. <laughs> yeah, and tell me what they do for a living. Need- Mother's maiden names. Uh, needless to say, I said, "Yeah, uh, here's my friend Deroy Everett. He lives at 123 hey, South." Uh, oh, he, ah. oh, oh, sorry. He said, "You he said, hey, I really am proud that you're a WNBA blogger, but this other stuff's no, got me concerned." No, no, that's a different guy. Don't be getting his good name mingled with this other <laughs> this guy. Other guy. Well, you're trying to you're trying to disparage me right right in front of me. <laughs> hey, speaking of international, so eBay. I don't know if this was a big announcement or new to me. There is a company called uh, Web uh, Interpret, I think it is. It's one of those we, yeah, combined name, whatever, right? Mesh up. Mesh up. And what they are is kind of like a cross-border listing program. So I got this... Uh, cross-border? Cross-border international, my friend. So you can sell international on eBay. But what this company does is they'll take your listings, and like we might call it a coat here, right? Okay. And... England, they might not call it a coat. You know how they have different words for things that mean yeah, the same thing. Trencher. Or a trencher. Or yeah, a, yeah. yeah, I'm sure trenchers. I don't know. Our friends over in Ireland might call it the, the trolley instead of the what. You know, I don't know. The loo. And because I don't know that, I can't put that in my keywords when people are searching for these things, right? Okay. So what this company does is they they tweak the, the, word, the, the definition so yeah. that you'll be found internationally. Okay. And uh, they're doing some sort of a free trial program or something like that for, I think it's for the rest of the year. You just, uh, I mean, I received it in the eBay messages. I'm sure if you uh, Google or look into it, you can find it. I said, yeah, sign me up. So they're in the process as of right now of signing me up and they're taking like a couple thousand listings and they're just going to, they must have some sort of a system that does it. But. So how do you translate MacGyver? Well, what you do is uh, you go to find the MacGyver fan page, and uh, you can put that out there of like, has anyone seen this cool MacGyver jacket? Yeah. And by jacket, there's probably uh, 
I don't know what they call them overseas. I told you, you're pubbing your own stuff. That's a way to do it, my friend. I should do more of that. But anyway, that was cool. That sounds like a cool idea. So essentially, it's taking your listings, and now it's increasing your potential market by throwing it to other international pages. Because even though you might be in that international eBay market on eBay or whatever. Yeah, but your listing might not be ideal. They're going to be looking for trousers, right? Not jeans or something like that. You got those holy jeans, don't you? Holy trousers. Skinny jeans? Oh, only the ones I can fit in. You mean the husky size? Hey, growing up was tough. And some of us that did have to shop in the husky section. I can't even talk because I'm choked up with emotion and rage. That's because your boy, do do I dare use his name? He hasn't said not to. I don't know he's got to these episodes yet. You and your boy Painter, you know, swapping husky jeans. One of the sad part. From Kmart. Well, Sears. Well, Kmart. JCPenney's. Yeah. The sad part about this is we both had skinny brothers. So not only were we the husky kids in school, and that's why we got to be friends probably, but not only are you the husky kid, but when you're like going shopping and your brother's over in the slim section and your mom's like, oh, find a nice pair of some slims. And you're like, oh, those look not No, not for you. No, you're, you're in the husky section. Husky. Which is like a dog. So you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, and then you find out, no, that means, means you're fat. Yeah. That's <laughs> just the fat section and the skinny section. That must be how it works out because I was a skinny kid. My brother, he was a little large and in charge. Did he have a large and in charge friend? He, 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 uh. I don't remember. That was were were you shopping in the skinny? Oh, guy? I was definitely in the slim. The slims? He was in the husky. He's he's slimmed down way more than me. So well, that cabbage diet. I mean, I got in a little trouble last week for uh, talking about Grandpa Joe. So did did you get like? Did somebody rebuke you? I got. There's some Grandpa Joe fans out there, which I don't. I don't understand. Dang freaking right. I can't just don't. Let's it. not even get into. Yeah, it. I mean, go back and listen to last let's, week's let's, episode. Let's not get back into and it. Uh, live. Rebuke Adam at AdamUpAccounting.com. Hey, whoa, whoa. Go to the D-Roy at Twitter. Is that what your thing is? Yeah, D-Roy at Twitter to say, yeah, Uncle Joe was not that good of a guy. Grandpa. Joe. Grandpa. Well, he was somebody's uncle. Oh, he true. was bedridden. That's true. He was. Charlie's Good Factory. He's probably still taking royalty checks from that. Good Factory. Oh, Charlie was a good kid. I like the movie. Oh, it's a good movie. I like the book. Way better than the, the new Johnny Depp one. No. By new, you mean like when I had a perfect bracket 10 years ago. Or longer. Time slips my mind. It does. No, it, I like the story. I just think Grandpa Joe's a, a horrible person. Isn't it like Ot 4 right now? It's Ot something. Are we even in the Ots anymore? No. I think we went over to the... We're in the 2019. We're almost to the 20s, man. The 2020s. We're in 20s. So what do you got for me today? What? How are you going to teach me to make some money? Oh, well, here's another thing. Last week, I was talking about bolos, you remember, and I went off on some story about... You know, Unsolved Mysteries and stuff. I really liked your music last week because it well, talked about you. how rambling on, rambling on. Yeah, that's, that's what let's, we do. Let's try and focus today. Yeah, we'll try, but I'm going on a vacation, so you know when you get to that point in your head where you've checked out? I, I know, you're just on the yeah. phone with, with, with the bottom uh, Apple bottom jeans figuring out where <laughs> you guys are going to hit up. Yeah, so maybe I'll make some theme music for that so you guys can all I, think of me on the beach on when the you beach. hear this. But, uh... Yeah, so I was talking about bolos. Apparently, I didn't explain what bolo meant. Didn't I tell you what it was? No, I was telling you the story about... The bolo ties. A bolo tie. No, be on lookout. So when somebody says a bolo, this is an item you need to be looking for, right? That was like BOGO. Buy one, get one off? Buy one, get one BOGO. But this you is said bolo. bolo. But the ties you used to wear at church with but, your but slim jeans. Right? With your, with your slim section... 
Western apparel, button-up jeans. What, what is this for, bolo you're speaking of? Yeah, I'm a lookout. So I was saying how America's Most Wanted. Somehow I got into Unsolved oh. Mysteries. So if you see this person in your area, be on the lookout. Gotcha. I think that's where it got started with criminals. Now it's we're saying bolo M&Ms, right? Be on the lookout oh. for these certain M&M skills. So if you're in these groups and you see a bolo pop up, Hey, you might want to move on this, but also you have to realize in that group now ten thousand people have seen this, so you got to kind of be faster. You can get at the end of the wave, not the front. You, you ding millennials. I just don't get your slang lingo. No, you got to keep up, man. Right? I'm trying. I mean, if you're going to be selling online and stuff, you need to know the phrases that kids are using. I just understand one phrase: cha-ching, cha-ching. Also. So I had a weird sell this week. You'll like this. Oh, I, I love it when you have weird sales. You may know of a guy named Max Hall. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't even... Do, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're going to do some explaining. No, go ahead. So, real fast, we're all local, like Utah, a lot. So, I have shirts that I can buy of, uh, of certain local sports teams. So there's a shirt out there that says, Max Hall Hates Me. It's in red. Has the University of Utah logo on it, and it stems back to Max Hall uh, played for BYU, who's Utah's rival. If you're not aware of that, and went off at the end of his senior year about how much he hates um, Ute fans and so on and so forth. So at that time, people started making these Max Hall hates me shirts. Yes, and I'm familiar with it. And so uh, you're going to be more familiar because you're going to be sharing a story here in a minute. So I had one of these that I picked up at a thrift store. And it's not the one you stole from me, right? Not the one I stole from you. I know you. mine's still in my closet. And, uh, see, I'm outing you. But um, I sold one of those to somebody in Arizona for like 20 bucks. Really? And now you can tell your uh, Max Hall Hates Me story if you'd like. Well, uh, we went to the BYU-Utah game um, down in the Las Vegas Bowl several years ago. And I, I thought it was a funny shirt, you know. Uh, Passion, like that's the best part about college football. Man, it's passionate, and uh, <laughs> you know I can see you tiptoeing all around. Well, hold on, you, I'm listening. You, you you hit it right on the head this week, man. So, uh, anyways, they had my shirt. We go to this game down in Las Vegas, and after the game, uh, D. Roy and I are both like, "You got to be kidding me, man! There he is. There's Max Hall right there." Well, food we were into before that. Uh, Kenny Matatololo. Yeah, yeah. That was actually after. Was that after? That was after. Okay. Anyways, it was the Vegas Bowl. So we're, we're walking by, and I have this shirt that says, Max Hall Hates Me, and there's Max Hall. And I says, hey, Max, what do you think about my shirt? And he just looked at it and laughed, and, and you were like, oh, man, you got to take it. I was like, hey, man, can I take my picture? And he was he was awesome about it. Like, really, really good. And by awesome, he stood there and let you take a picture Hey, I've got it hanging up right there. It's got I know, it's all space. over the internet, it's all over so, yeah, you billboards took it all on over. the freeway. Yeah. So that was several years ago. That was right before they named Kalani Sataki the new coach. And who took that picture, by the way? You took the picture. It's beautiful. And you posted it on Twitter, and Bill, everybody started retweeting it. So. Beautiful. Anyways, it's kind of that, that uh, I don't know what you call it, folklore, that fun thing that happens every year. It's kind of one of those ironic things. And um, funny you, you were to bring this up. Well, so so I got a phone call from you. Telling me the story that you're going to go into, and that just happened, so I thought this is going to be perfect for the podcast. Yes, perfect for the podcast. So I, since that time, I mean, I'm still, uh, I'm at this weird crossroads in life, man. Don't do it. It's worse than not paying on the way. You oh, major. man, I'm, 
I'm at this weird crossroads because Kalani Sataki left University of Utah. So, yeah, people don't know who all these people are. So, explain it. So, Kalani Sataki went to BYU and played football, which so did Kyle Whittingham, the the Utah football coach. They played football there, went to University of Utah to coach. They've changed the program, done everything. Now, Kalani is the BYU head football coach. And now, I do a lot of stuff with them, and they are way good to me. Well, and by that, it's very incestuous, you could say, the programs of coaches going back and forth yes. and working with each other. Yes. So I'm talking to Adam, and he says, you won't believe, can I say this? Go ahead. Go he says, ahead. you won't believe, i got the craziest story for you. And I said, well, you know, I've heard some crazy stuff from you, why don't, why don't you go ahead and tell me? He says, you won't believe who just called me the other day. And I said, well, or no, it was that day, right? It was, it was that, that day, day. Earlier that day. But it was actually somebody else who called me. It was his dad that called me. Okay. And I didn't quite catch it all. So, anyways, yeah, the, the coach's dad called me. He's coming to look at a couple of our things, which I didn't tell you that yet. Okay. So I was at the, uh, and I don't even know if I shared this with you. No, we save it all for the podcast. Um, These fine people so here. So we were at the spring game this last week. The BYU. The BYU spring game. Oh. Okay, we were there at the spring game. We did everything, and uh, really fun. I mean, it's, it's fun to see that kind of stuff. I had my kids there, and and while I was there... Taking a nap because it was boring. No, it was actually quite enjoyable. <laughs> okay, And okay. Uh, did, did I tell you what happened while I was there at the spring game? It's the first time I've seen you since then, my friend. That's what I thought. I, yeah. I, was, I was wondering where you were going with this. Do you know who I ran into after the, the spring game was over? I don't even dare guess. Was it, was it Max Hall? Oh, my goodness. So, did he say, you're that kid that's ruined my life by putting my picture all over with you? <laughs> no, I talked to him about it, and he started laughing. And then the other uh, guy who does the TV show there for BYU, he was like, they were all kind of laughing about it. Max was really, really good about it. And uh, they says, what are you doing here? And I says, man, Kalani Sataki's a stud, and, I, you know, I, I support Wait that. a minute, wait a minute. Somebody from BYU asked what a person like you was doing at their place of... Well, they knew I was the Max Hall hates me guy. Uh, I've been there before, and they've said people like me weren't welcome there too. So I can uh, I can go along with this story. <laughs> you're twisting my words, man. Oh, I'm just saying from my experience. Yeah, your experience. I, I, I'm just interpreting what you're putting down. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Max Hall's wife wasn't there to usher him off this time. Say, so be nice to the young man. Well, it's you guys have gotten kicked out of the university before. I kicked out of there. You and a couple a friends for uh, going to dances, doing things you shouldn't be doing. I was just there to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you were. Picture it didn't happen. So what you're saying is, is getting back underailed, <laughs> is you found this shirt and you just resold it online. I found the shirt and somebody in Arizona could not live without it. What's he, I wonder if it was, because he lives in Arizona. He lives in Arizona. Maybe it's his neighbor. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's a friend. I don't know. Did you have a shipping address? I do, but I'm not going to find it right now. I'll, go- I'll Google it. No, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll <laughs> let you know the town and place. Well, there you go. So there's your your story gone around. Is is you, you find anything on the internet? Well, nowadays. like we were saying earlier, I mean, it's a good time. Sports memorabilia, sports, even things you find at thrift stores like local teams or whatever. You never know. So I got to tell you a good story too. Well, what do you got? <clears throat> this podcast thing's starting to go pretty well. You know why? You got my wife convinced, man. Okay. She listed a whole bunch of stuff today. Oh, really? Yeah. Right on. She's She's got stuff listed, and it's all because uh, Mr. Duroy uh, told her to. 
Well, good job, Katie. Shout out to Prumpy's wife. Yeah, there you go. This is uh, Mrs. Prumpy. There you go. So we're, we're pumped, man. Well, there you go. And here's the thing. This is how I was going to open the podcast, but, you know, I get my mind going stuff. Yeah. My granny used to say this, Prumpy. Who would granny say? She said that you uh, you can't sell out of an empty wagon. There you go. Or somebody's grandma said that if it wasn't mine. I'm not sure. Did you just plagiarize someone else's grandma? Well, I, I can't remember if it was my grandma or somebody else's. If I say it's my grandma and she gets word back and says, I never said that, then I look like a, a bad grandson for not knowing what my granny said, right? Is this grandma that you used to watch the Utah Jazz games with? Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll say that. You can't sell goods out of an empty wagon, probably. So what you're saying, the Johnny Lingo store is pretty full right now. I'm saying is people will say, well, I tried selling on eBay, and I sold a couple things, and, you know, it didn't really, or, you know, made $20, but I didn't really. If you go into Walmart, for example, or any store, and they got five things on the shelves, how much are they, I mean. They're not going to sell. So if you're getting into this eBay thing, you're going to want to put up as much as you possibly can, as fast as you possibly can, just because, you know, you'll have the numbers that way. So you're saying you you got to have uh, full cupboards? Yeah, I have the full cupboards. you got to have that, that wagon ready to go across the plains, right? That's a good wagon to have it going. So, and remember that, you know, when you're when you're starting. I mean, it might be I listed all day, and I don't know how many items or whatever. Maybe it doesn't sell for a couple weeks. Maybe things go flying off the shelves. Hopefully that's what happens, but you got to replenish, man. That empty wagon's not going to be selling you no goods. So, I mean, let's let's get into the nitty-gritty, because we're all about numbers. We did your taxes last week. Okay. You're doing a lot of volume. I am doing a lot of volume. You know, it, it's everybody thinks, well, it's, it's these home runs, like what you talked about. Well, that's what I was telling you that same day. It's fun to always talk about the home runs, but I'm a base hit man. Yeah. That's where our, our attention will walk, as long as I'm getting on base, right? Yeah. Your strikeouts aren't fun. I did a... Uh, Couple hours last night of relisting strikeouts. Okay. Items that have been up there for, I think it's 16 or 18 months. And eBay says, hey, this stuff's been sitting here for a long time. You want to look at it? So I ended all those listings and I got to go through and maybe I'm, you know, describing it wrong. Maybe I'm asking too much money. I did a few hours of just going through and uh, trying to get these strikeouts back up to bat to get that base hit. So it's not always the uh, glamorous $500 or whatever item. And I think that's the part, I mean, I know we, we sometimes try to explain it as that, but it's work. Like, oh, yeah. if anybody could do it, everyone would do it. Well, that's, everyone can do it, but yes. it's, it's just like any other job. You put in 40 hours, right? You're going to get 40 hours of full paycheck. You put in 20 hours, you're going to get a partial paycheck. Semi-pro means semi-paid. Well, it's like you, right? Like, how many hours do you work? <laughs> right now... I have a calendar in my garage, and every time I leave, I write it down, and I come home, and I write it out. That's a lot of people that are entrepreneurs or that own their own businesses. They'll tell you it's the hardest. I mean, I, they'll, they'll work 60 to 80 hours a week to not work 40 for somebody else, right? Yeah, and I work, right now, I'm working like 75 to 78 hours a week. And so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's the same thing. You're going to get the results of what you're putting into it. Yeah, I mean, there's I, no easy button. And I work for myself, and I have fun, and I enjoy everything, and and uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things, like I said, you can make a living doing anything, but I'd rather make a living doing something I like. Well, it gives your wife, I mean, she's doing it. She has the time. She's giving it a try. It, it probably makes her days go a little better. I mean, it's something to do. Well, she did some good Why stuff. you're good at it, right? She did some good stuff today, so that's, that's encouraging. So uh, You can do it. Well, what else you got for us? 
Oh, man. Where to go? Well, I, I, you list. know, last time I gave that Hawaii sale, and people seemed to kind of like that. Yeah. So guess what came on sale this week? You know, the funny part is, before you get into that, we talk about anything on the air, and you may or may not have had an off-the-air call to make sure I was okay with that trip. Okay. Well, I wasn't going to get into that. So, we have the friend uh, chain going, and, and uh, I'm... I'm so, I'm glad our friends even listen to the podcast. I'm glad anyone listens to the podcast. Right now, if you're listening and made it this far after this this start, I'm glad you listened. But yeah, so I asked you last week. I was telling you about Hawaii's on sale, Hawaii deals, this, that, and the other. And I said to you, Adam, you ever been to Hawaii? And you said, Yeah. Yes, I have. I didn't remember the whole backstory of why you've been to Hawaii one time. That's all right. And uh, so I get called out in the group chat text of. You know, what a horrible person I am because I asked you that question. Now, if you want to go forward with this, this is on you. I didn't bring this up. I'm just trying to tell you somewhere else it's on sale. <laughs> somewhere else is on sale. <laughs> and I'm not going to ask you if you've ever been there because I don't know if there's a backstory there, too. That yes, there is. Briefcase a briefcase around. There is a, there is a backstory there, and that's the best part is, uh, you ever heard the phrase, uh, when you're given lemons, you uh, make lemonade? I've heard that phrase. Well, there, let's just say there was a there was a for instance where a, a family member had paid for a trip to go to Hawaii, <laughs> and uh, it was one of those things. And, and another family member was not able to go, so I was able to go. Non refundable, I take it. Non refundable trip. And you had a good time, right? Oh, excellent time. You know that was back before, like you had plane tickets that you could just give to somebody else. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Like you, you they're non transferable. Not transferable. So I had to. Call you up after seeing that saying, uh, man, I didn't mean anything by it. Are we good? Like, I didn't want any heat between us. I didn't want you to think I was taking the pop shot. Because sometimes I'll poke at you a little bit, like with the Max Hall thing. We have fun. We go back and forth. i got to hit you with something. i got to think about it. I, and honestly, the, the best part about what we do, like I said, this is our, it's our party line. This is what we talk about all the time. But I, I really, I mean, didn't put that one together. Even after I said it, so when I see, see and read that, I'm like, oh, yeah, he, he definitely has been to Hawaii. And I definitely didn't remember. So whichever uh, friend or... or uh, we'll call him an acquaintance. Whatever acquaintance threw that out there, we appreciate that. And it didn't really mean anything. So I'm glad they care about your life, though. That's great, That's good. Man. People are looking out for you. I, I love it, man. Especially if they'll spend an hour listening to us <laughs> ramble on about stuff. Just to say... You know he's been. You know good and well he's been to Hawaii. Don't you remember this situation? Have you ever been to Greece? The Greece Isles. You'd love it. So yes. wouldn't we all? Yeah, and that, that person's over in Spain right now. I don't know if you're aware of that one. No, some people's kids. Some people's kids. If you have that bank rolling in, it's a good bank roll to be on. Yeah, I didn't have that bank roll. So a place called Disneyland that never goes on sale. I heard that. It's on sale. I heard they're making, what, the, the Wookiee place or something? They're making the uh, the Star Wars world. Yeah, Star Wars, that's what it is. And so apparently, before that opens, right now, they're doing uh, pretty good deals on tickets. It's like 80 bucks or something? I'm not going to quote things, because then people will want me to throw over a 10 spot here and there if I'm off. Yeah. So, I'll just say it's on sale, and it was a pretty good deal compared to what it usually is. So, I'm going to throw you, because, yes... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You you like to quote things. I went to the <laughs> I like Dairy to quote Queen. My grandma. I, I like to. I went to the Dairy Queen and said it was your birthday, and they didn't know what you were talking about. Did you go on my birthday? 
Well, I told them the next day was your birthday. They yeah. said, who, who are you? No, I, I brokered the deal for that very day. All right. And March in the 20th. And, and you promised that the year next, of our Lord, next year you're brokering that same deal for all of these good listeners. In 2020. Okay. March 20th, 2020. That's 320s. Yeah, they're going to be giving out free ice cream that day. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to say, I'm here for the free ice cream cone. And they'll say, okay. And you'll say, that Derek promised me okay. for his birthday. Write this down. And they'll say, here you go. I want you to note this in the footnotes of the uh, the episode. Okay, that'll be there. Right. Anyone that reads that footnotes knows the <laughs> random crap we talk about is there. Well, good. So, we, yeah. We can also random about the random crap. It's already time for a break, man. It's already? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Just like that. Well, a wink and a nod. It's all the same to the blind, man. I don't get your sayings, man. Bolo. Yeah, Bulu. Have your cart full. Hogo. I like a hoagie. Um, yeah, let's take another break. Let's All right. uh, let's see what those good people over there. We'll you regroup. Gotta, well, you hit us with the break. All right. Well, let's go see what the yeah, Adam Up Accounting folks are doing right now. Thanks for listening to Death Pile and Taxes. The key word to that is taxes, which you need to file every year by April fifteenth. And if you run your own business, you probably are responsible for sales tax that you don't even know you need to file. So why don't you hit us up on our website, Adam Up Accounting. We've got several options down in the right-hand corner. You can hit us with the uh, chat button or email us. <clears throat> Make sure to use the keyword death pile so our buddy Mr. D-Roy can know that he's, uh, his good work's paying off. hear that ocean just roaring for me right now we're back but i'm oh man i'm i'm somewhere nice right if you're hearing this right now i'm somewhere warm you know the good part is there are a lot of people like to hear that sultry smooth sounds we're getting quite a few downloads we're doing quite well we can always be doing better we're are we almost to that bonus episode like one off i think we're pretty close to the carmelone you're not gonna put me to work before i go on a vacation are you you know we we're going to have to do that car alone, and you're going to have to get that sucker posted. Hey, if you guys go ahead, be the guy that puts me to, to extra work, or uh, you, at the guy after him is just as good to get to 60. You know that I will. If you're on that vacation, I am going to text you and say, hey, hey, post that sucker. <laughs> it's a good one. That's all I'm going to say. But if you want to hear it, you have to go give us that five-star review, right? So you're already getting ready for that. Does that mean like when you're going to work tomorrow? Are you going to work tomorrow? I am going to work tomorrow. Physically but not mentally. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Does that mean you're like showing up in, in a Hawaiian lay or are you showing up in your... I showed up so people can't see. I usually have a big beard, uh, right? I do. I, uh, I was trimming up last night, trying to look real nice. Sometimes when you fly too close to the sun, you uh, you make a, a cut that you can't. Yeah, I mean you can't. So I'm trimming up the mustache, and I got a little too close, and it's like, well, I've committed now. I'm gonna have to take off the whole bad boy. So I take off the mustache, and I look like an, an Amishman, and I don't do well looking like an Amishman. So I thought, well, I've committed now, and so then I just kind of buzzed off the rest. I didn't, you know, Beckett or anything. I just buzzed it. And even at that, when I showed up to work today, people were, were asking who I was, <laughs> if I needed help, because I got the haircut too. So I'm looking like a whole new man. 
And uh, yeah, so uh, mentally, I'm I'm on a beach somewhere. You look a lot like your little brother. Which one? Not the skinny brother. Not saying the other one isn't, but Not the, so so. Here's the weird thing. So you know my my skinny brother. Yes, me the and shark. him do not look alike at all. He's tall and skinny. The shark. I'm a little more short and squatty. Yes. I have lack of hair on top. He Hus- has plenty. Husky. I shop at the husky section. So growing up, and that's how we've always kind of you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had cousins that couldn't. De- De, de, re, de, what's the word? Recognize. De, differentiate? <laughs> what's that word? What are we trying to do? Fractions? Differentiate. That's the word. I have to show the people that I'm not, you know, I could differentiate. It's that good math you had back when you were Jew up high. Maybe I've already took some hits off the uh, vacation pipe. I don't know. That's legal. You already had a vacation brownie? I don't know. I What's going on? My mind's not working. And you can go back to every episode about this point and find out and that's where Derek's mind's not working. He can't pronounce words with syllables. But, so we don't look the same. And they couldn't differentiate. They'd always call me by, you know, his name and him by my name. And I could get when your parents were mad and they'd have to go through the whole rundown. But there's certain times I'm like, this is really doing him a disservice right now. He's a good kid. So what you're saying is... Like <clears throat> You're going to get probably uh, hit up when you get on the airplane because they're not going to recognize who you are. They're going to look at the ID and be like, all right, sir, we know this weight's not true. This height looks a little suspect. And, uh, you know, where's your beard? So I'm going to have to, like... You're going to get profiled. Probably. Which is funny because I have family that... I'm I'm rambling again. I have family that may or may work for uh, bureaus in Washington, D.C., right? Oh, yeah. Or have or whatever. And come out and back and forth. And once they, they said mentioned something about, I never thought anything about my long beard and stuff. And they said, have you ever had any uh, trouble with security or anything because of that? And I thought, always. I'm just a, a backwards redneck. I never thought that I might be looking like some other extremist. Yes. So that, that's happened. Well, there you go. But getting back hey, to the whoa, show. Whoa, I was talking about your, your theme show, <laughs> your, your theme clothes you're going to wear tomorrow. Oh, think not to work. I'll wear something like this. Oh. And, uh. I'll get out of there, and then I'll get into something a little more comfortable. You, you know, they... they I got Crocs. They have these... Oh, you do have Crocs. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You know, they have those fun things at school, like, for my kids. Oh, okay. Like those theme, theme weeks. I see where you're Doctor, going. Dr. Seuss weeks. Yes. Why don't they have those for us at our work? Like, hat day, crazy hair day, eat, you know, breakfast at work day. Pajama day. Pajama day. Wouldn't that make it better? Uh, if you hate your job. Wear your clothes backwards day. When does that stop? Uh, I don't know. Wear your true colors day. Yeah, uh, your, your school spirit day. School spirit day. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've worked here in my office and I've never uh, had that policy. I think next week, or the last week of tax season, you should have every day is a different theme for your workers. <laughs> okay. Pajama day. You just come to work in your pajamas. So uh, I'll bring this up. <laughs> it, it, let me ask you a term, and you tell me if it's true or false. Bolo. High class camo shirts. Ooh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be controversial. It's a hot topic here at the office. High class camo camo shirts. So like high class, like top dollar, or high class, like you can wear out to like fancy restaurants. Both. Because there's definitely high dollar camo. Okay. You get some of that real tree or some of that, you know, some of that stuff's pretty spendy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been to some uh, some stores, some sporting goods stores, 
You know who should weigh in? We got friends who are all into we this, right? Have we should have them weigh in on this. We might have to make a special note for this because this is a hot topic okay, in the office. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're one of our friends or anybody, you can tweet at us. But I I'd say, wow, that's what I'm saying. It's a hot topic. Some of that Ducks Unlimited stuff is is pretty expensive, right? The real tree. If it's a nice buttoned up shirt, I'm sure. Is that what differentiates something? Is the cost of what if you can wear it somewhere nice or not? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm the guy that'll show up in Crocs and a uh, Hawaiian shirt to like something that's supposed to be, you know, fine tie, fine fine dining, fine star. I, we'll we'll have to put a button in that slacks. one. Slacks. I I've shown up like uh, in sandals and uh, and uh, brush poppers to church and stuff before and been looked at. Maybe at a certain university that we've talked about, and I just said, "Well, the guy that you're worshiping wore sandals, so we're cool." <laughs> Not to get into religion, but that may or may not have happened. So you didn't really answer my question. You answered my question with a question. I answered your question with, we got people that will know. Okay. And can make an argument. We'll follow back up on this. So if you want to get into it? I would say it depends on the place. Like, if you're at a nice steakhouse, yes. If you're at, like, a nice French-type restaurant or Italian, probably not. Well, Well, we'll get into that. But what we're saying is, if you got some stuff that's sitting in your closet and you need to recirculate it, there could be potential for high-class camo that's going to go more than what you think it is. Oh, camo, definitely. I mean, definitely. There's people that that's their whole wardrobes, right? And you need your new camo shirt. Maybe you got a certain brand or style that you like and you can't find it. It's been discontinued. I, I don't know. You're going out on an archery hunt. You're going to be out for 10 days. You're not going to be able to shower. I mean, definitely you can sell the stuff. And I'm talking about women's clothing. Oh, with the pink? Women's camo. Women's real tree? I don't know what it's called. Okay, well, I'd say no to that being a high-class item. Is that... I don't know. Maybe I'm saying something I think something we need to get some, some women opinion on this one. Yeah, weigh in. If you got an opinion, let us know. Yeah. You know where to find us. So, All the so, usual suspects. So, so theme show, that's the problem. Is is, is uh, So theme day. Maybe you can have a camo day, and you can play hide-and-seek in the office, and no one can see anyone, and you can just be sitting in your chairs doing work, but you'd be blended in. That's the same bad joke I have every time they wear it to, to, wear it to the office. But I beat you to it. Well, here on the air, I say it in real life. So is this is this may or may not be with if it's work appropriate nice? No, it's not if it's not work appropriate. It's just, you know, same thing. Like these, these holy jeans. Holy jeans are like the big hot thing now. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I always tell everybody, I'm like, uh, the reason I only had holy jeans is because I couldn't afford new ones. We went down to the thrift store in the Husky section, and that's what I got. Mom would sew on some patches or iron them on, and, and they were good as new. But apparently now it's cool. It's cool. Have you seen these uh, Gucci, I think they were? They're these shoes they are going for like... Yeah, I saw those. They're like dirty shoes. Yeah, they look like they were just pulled right out of the trash you and know, broke in. You know what the best part about all these things we're saying? We don't even... Why are we questioning what they pay for? Just put it online That's and let right. them buy well, them People are upset about it, but dis- distressed, I think, is the look. Distressed yeah, denim, distressed shoes. If you got something old at home, now's the time to put it on that's, eBay. That's true. It's looking good, right? You know, I, I talk to a lot of people about kind of, you know, they always ask me what's new. We see each other. And I said, you know what? We're, we're doing a podcast about uh, selling stuff and, and taxes. And you know what? We, we, we have some things. I says, if you think about it, every one of us has somebody in your family who's going to die and they got stuff. Oh, man, that was last week's episode, the death episode. The show's called Death Piles and Taxes. But everyone you love is going to die. Well, realistic, and guess what? They're going to still have to file the taxes the year they die. Oh, man. That's true, huh? Yeah, I do it all the time. And then you got to go through their stuff, and what are you going to do with it? Yeah, exactly. And if they plan well enough, guess what? 
you'll still be filing taxes for grandma after she dies in her trust. I'm going to tell the government come repo it. It's in a vault. She's uh, been spread across the ocean now. So are you trying to play King Tut here and like bury yourself with your stuff? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should get building some pyramids. A funny thing, I had a I had a relative. He had a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. A lot of stuff. And you know what his dream was? Be buried with a like King Tut. To be buried in his Pierce Arrow car and have him driving it. <laughs> and you'd have to pay like a, a quarter to look through like the little periscope down to see this guy driving his, his Pierce Arrow car in the dirt. What was he going to do with the quarter? Just people got his family got to keep it. Just put it down there with him, I guess. Keep making money while he's dead. Well, and I've heard you can't take it with you. There's never a hearse with a U-Haul, but your uncle's proven me wrong. That's what I thought. Pretty good idea, huh? Is he still with us? Oh, no. He died a long time ago. Did they bury him in his, in his car? No, his family wasn't that crazy. <laughs> well, I hope he's haunting them, then. Yeah, he did give away a lot of it, so. I got a tax related question. See, I, I can't talk. We waited. We waited. What wait, 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 question? I got a tax question for you, buddy. All right, let's see if we can answer it for you. What is tangible property taxes, and do I even need to care or know about them? Man, this is a sticky, icky subject. I don't even remember how it came up, but somehow it got up my notes, and I said, I said see, I'm, I'm flirting. Did I you, said, I'm going to ask Grumpy about that. Did you get one of those letters saying that you need to pay yours? No, I'm, I'm caught up in current. Well, do you know what they even are? No, that's what I'm asking you. So what happens here in the state, and I would imagine it's the same in other states, when you get a business license like you're supposed to, okay, um, essentially your county will send you a mailer once a year saying, hey, we need to know how much stuff you have. And I know this is going to sound stupid, and it absolutely is. You have to pay taxes on top of the items that you've already paid taxes on. I remember where I heard it now. Okay, so if you have a list of items, like if you have personal, tangible property, okay, tangible versus real, real property, tangible property is like stuff you can move around, like desks and, you know, couches and things that I'd have here in my office. If this stuff is a value of more than $10,900, guess what I have to do? I know now. Now I remember where I heard it. So I have to say pay it. taxes on that, even though when I purchased it, I paid taxes. I think this was coming from an inventory-related problem because oh, yeah. they have to be accountable. And somebody claimed to be audited, and the IRS was in counting wires in the wall to account for some sort of spending. You know, that it totally makes sense. Okay, Because like I said, unfortunately, you uh, play by the golden rule. And the golden rule is they have the gold and they make the rule. And you don't want to mess you around with Uncle Sam. And, and these aren't even Uncle Sam. Well, I don't know what you call him. Because Uncle Sam's like the federal government. The state government would be like, what, Uncle Steve? I, Uncle, yeah, sure. Uncle Steve. Uncle and, Gary in our Uncle, state. Uncle Gary. I don't know what, Uncle what your Gary. government's name is. And then uh, you're, in your county, you even get taxed, too. So that's what your county coming in out of you? Or yeah, that's, what, that's what that personal tangible property uh, mm-hmm. taxes are. That's a county thing. Okay. And the hard part is, I actually... Oh, man. Uh, I, I see your eyes right now. You're just... You're just uh, you got some pain. I may or may not have thought that that was a really dumb idea because they make people file more stuff when they don't have anything. Like, I'm always under the exempt thing. Like, I don't have more than $11,000 worth of desks, you know? They make you file it no matter what. If you don't file it, you have to pay, like, a $35 penalty. Okay. So I thought this was a very dumb thing, thinking, like... 
you guys, like, stop making people, like, do more stuff than they have to, okay? I should be able to file exempt saying I'm not going to have that much stuff. Oh, well, that makes sense. But they don't care, so needless to say, they told me I had to write to my senator or my congressman, which I did. I talked to him about it. Our, our people are busy writing dinosaurs oh, and shooting flags or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Talking about kids and global warming. Sending out emails to that guy. So anyways, I, I may or may not have gone to the guy at the county office and said how dumb I thought this was. So you're getting on the bad list. I, it just makes me frustrated when people make things harder than it has to be. Yeah, I mean... I guess the the point of that, bringing that up now that I remember, is making sure you have a good inventory system so if something like that happens, you can just come and say, here it is, here it is, go count it, right? And, 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 and like I said, that's what we talk about is the more honest you are, the better it's going to be in the long run. <clears throat> Most of the time people think, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to cheat the government out of that. It doesn't really work like that. It, I mean, ultimately, you're never going to be cheating the government. No. They'll come back on you. They'll find it. Like I, I said, mean, if you want to stick it to the man, I get the old, you know, rebel spirit. I really do. I get that that's, you're going to take it to them, but take it to them on, like, taking pennies off the street and, and having the train run them over or something. They're not going to come after you if you do that. No, no. But if you're, uh, you're trying to cheat them on your taxes, you're going to end up in the uh, the, the penitentiary. With, if with you're, cousin, cousin Willie, Al Capone. Or, guys. you know, or they're just going to have your bank account being drained. Wesley Snipes. There's a list of people. There is a list of people. And there's probably a lot of people the guy, we don't know. The guy from Survivor. Oh, yeah. So, you watch Survivor? No, I don't watch Survivor. Oh, man. It was a good episode last night. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Oh, my uh, my mom. So, I have sports and stuff related with my dad, right? Yes. And I can talk, you know, with my grandparents stuff, sports and stuff. My mom and me didn't really have a whole lot to bond or talk about okay. as much, you know, because you're into different things. Yeah. She really got into Survivor for a while and told me how great this show is. Perfect. So eventually, I jumped on board and said, "You know what? We're gonna start watching that, and uh, that way I can talk about it with my mom and stuff." It's a wonderful show, man. It's fun, and then I can go talk to my mom about it. Lovely. And they auction off all their stuff at the end of the season for charity on eBay. Yeah. See, look at that. Just create memories with your mom. There. Yeah. And so it was a it was a good episode last night, but it's been going for like fifty million seasons. So yeah. Uh, if you ever want to bond with your mom. Get her on the get her on this rider wagon. That's, that's what we're all about. And then find the swag and sell it on eBay. So I got my hair trimmed, as you can see. Yes, you did. And uh, I'm, I'm getting my hair cut. I'll I'll leave out people's names to protect the innocent. But the, the, the gal cutting my hair is telling me how uh, how uh, her her boyfriend has this friend, right? And so you know, I chat. So when I get my hair cut. One of the tricks I like to do that I've picked up along the way. Is I just I, I don't tell the truth because they say, "How are you doing today? Well, have you been doing anything?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I just came in from a big business deal." Oh yeah, what happened? We sold, you know, six. Uh, I worked down at the train depot and uh, we sold six coal cars. But the funny thing is, we tried to send them up to you know Nevada. Turns out they got lost in Pocatello, Idaho, somewhere. So I've been on the phone all day trying to straighten this mess out. And as you can tell, I'm pretty frustrated. I just need my hair trimmed. And what kind of business is that? Oh, it's, you know, just, just, I make things up to make it entertaining. And so. See, that's the problem is you do that and my wife believes you. I don't don't lie to your wife. I want to tell her the truth about you and things that you've done. That's a bold-faced lie, just like you left that girl hanging. Remember, you told me you left her hanging in the tree? I did. Yeah. I didn't leave her hanging. She gave me a kiss. Man, you You don't forget some things like that when you're a 16-year-old boy. I'm sure that you don't. And so, you know, chatting her up and, uh, 
just, you know, I got seven kids, and wife's just out of the hospital because they're just, you know, running ragged, so I'm going to have to hire a nanny. But the last one we had, things didn't go so well. She had to go back to Guatemala with her kids, so now we're looking for somebody to replace her. Anyways, somehow I did slip up and say that I sold stuff on eBay. So I did tell a, a smidgen of truth in there. So I'd like to tell them about our podcast because everybody likes selling stuff. I uh, Actually, she had business cards. I said, where did you get those made? I'm thinking about getting some business cards for the podcast. And then were eBay open or whatever? Or am I buying things? Or whatever? Hey, here's, here's my uh, business card. I buy things. That's a great idea. Uh, if you're interested, here's where you can find my things for sale. If you come up, somebody wants to sell something to me, here you go. If you want to listen to my podcast, it's on there too. So when are you going to order them for us? As soon as I get back from vacation. The problem is, is we, we might have to get like a new face cover for our pod card. I'm just going to use that logo. I know, but you don't look like that anymore. I'll grow back. I'm going to talk to your friend that sells the beard oil. I'm going to get a big old. Yeah. I'm going to look like, like Santa in his 20s, man. ZZ Top. So I, I mentioned that we sell, I sell things on eBay. And she goes, you can make money on that. And my boyfriend has this, this friend that was asking if... Uh, if uh, Want to go into business or something with him? I said, for what? And she goes, well, have you ever bought like a lot? Like, not like a lot, but like a lot. Like you go to an auction and you buy a, a lot of uh, 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 stuff. You have bought a lot of lots. And I buy a lot of lots. And without getting into bonus episode material, uh, 60 likes. 60 likes, 60 reviews. 60 positive five what, stars. What, you explain that to our viewers. Yeah, what, so it's kind of hard because you're saying the same word, right? Yeah. So if you go to auctions, they'll have what is called like maybe a storage lock or a lock of a lot of items, that kind of thing. So it's like if you're buying a storage unit, that would be one lot, all that stuff there. Sometimes there's like a box lot, so everything that fits in a box or a table lot, everything that fits on the table. So buying lots in the auction world is you're buying a group of products together, bulk buying, basically. Like we talked about our grab bag, our, our special surprise bag. You just buy it and you don't know what's yeah, in it. Yeah, you're just buying it. Uh, at the auction, sometimes they'll let you walk around. You can kind of look in there and say, okay, I can see yep. this item's this, this item's that. Yep, yep. The, the storage war auction things, they, yeah, that's they. I don't know why, but they think it's fun so that you can't go through it. So you got to kind of peek in and lean and all yeah. that. So you buy a lot of stuff, and this is what your barber's boyfriend's friend does? Well, so he's wanting to get into this. Okay. And so she said, have you ever done that? I said, yeah, you can make good money doing that, right? Okay. I said, yeah, there's money to be made. You have to know what you're doing, like anything. You can buy something and think you're getting a great deal, and it ends up being nothing, or vice versa. So you got to be kind of knowledgeable on what you're looking at, doing your research. Long story short, her husband, boyfriend, whatever, was looking to go into the business with this guy and just kind of fund him. And I said, oh, I'd be a little sketchy about no. just giving a guy money to go buy stuff to sell on the internet because how you get paid back. It's I'm kind of a one-trick pony myself. But I don't know. Came up in conversation, right? I was able to well, going, share that out. going back to buying your lots, uh, you know, so we discussed about buying stuff. Uh-huh. My wife thought it was a great idea. She bought some of those limited edition M&M's. Oh, did she? Yeah. We what she got them up for? Well, I, I told her don't put them up yet. I mean, I put them up right. So, okay, before I came over, I listed all my eBay, or got all my eBay stuff that sold. I sold some, uh, you remember the speckled jelly beans that were kind of spicy speckled? Yeah, yeah. Now, we're in the Easter season. You can go down to the store and buy these right now. I buy them on clearance when they're like 50 to 90% off. Okay. Somebody bought a bag of those for $9 from me. 
See, that's what I told her. I, I bought for a dollar. I says, don't, yeah, I'm, I'm like, you got to wait to hold off, but now you're telling me you don't want to wait to hold off. Well, uh, you know, if she puts it up there and asks for, I don't put it up there and race to the bottom with everybody. Yeah. If you can put it up there, put it up there for $9, $10 and just leave it. Well, we'll, we'll see if we can come back some with results because I sure haven't been doing anything. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be, you're going to be coming home from your 20 hour days here and have four hours to do some work there. Well,. there's 24 hours in a day. And here's the one thing. You know what everybody says? Like, I just don't have time. I don't have time. Oh, we all have the same amount of time. That's what I like to tell people. It's like, we all have uh, 24 hours in a day regardless of who you are, right? It's what you do with that time. It it, it just depends on how many episodes of Survivor you're watching. Well, sometimes you can sit there and watch Survivor and be fixing all your listings, right? Exactly. Computer's there. I mean, just multitask. Multitask, you know? It's, uh, you know... Well, you're going to sacrifice today so that tomorrow you have a little better life, right? That's right. No matter, no matter what it costs you, you can do it. You're absolutely right. And that's individual. Like, if you're, uh, you got that engine going, if you have some motivation, if you really want to get financially to where you're, you're more comfortable or quit that job or whatever your motivation is, you got to, you got to be the one that pushes you there. You know what I really like, too, is I'm on, on some of those Facebook groups, the, the seller groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all about encouragement, man. I love people on there. They talk about, you know, one thing that was really cool is this guy says, hey, this is what I'm doing. He he found one of those TV VCR combos, and then he sells all the old Disney, like, VCR with it. Mm-hmm. So now you're buying a combo, like the, the vintage, yeah, instead, of just buying, instead of just buying the VHS, you're selling them the... You know, VHS player. Well, because a while back I was telling you that VHS is the big scam where yeah. everyone thinks it's hot, but yeah, that's a good way to, to bundle it together because you can go buy those for a quarter to a yeah. dollar piece. You get the the TV and the TV with it, the one that like has both of them in it. You know, that was back when I was like young, young. I don't even like my grandma was so far ahead of the times. It was, it was fun because we used to she had she had the minivan. Oh wow, the old the old uh, the slide wagon, the, the like, Astro Star or something like that. Yeah, except it was like a Plymouth, whatever. Anyways. It pulled open and rolled over. We'd take out all the seats. We'd take out the front seats. Very safe. We'd lay on the ground. She had one of those cool TVs. Were you driving while this was happening? Of course she was. Well, what was she sitting on? She was driving. That bucket? Grandma was driving, and us and my cousins, we'd be laying in the back of the van. We took out all the seats. Yeah. So we'd be laying like in sleeping bags watching the TV, the VCR combo. That would not happen nowadays. I know, but that's what I'm saying. She's so far ahead of her time. Well, what was it plugged into? Like one of the, the the cigarette lighter things. What was she lighting her palm off with? <laughs> well, how do you think she had the good Joe Camel jacket? That's who I got it from. Wow! So you guys would all just gather in this minivan, yeah, crossing state lines, watching who knows what on the VHS tapes. Uh, the Land Before Time, two, the Search for Curly's Gold. No, the first one. Okay. And you're just going out. Yeah. That's smart. And this is so long ago. And now you think about it, like, man, that technology would be wicked crazy. And guess what? Every kid has it now. <laughs> now, isn't that crazy? Growing up, you're just like, man, the, the craziest thing. If I could just watch the game or the yeah. movie or whatever while we were driving to California, can you even imagine? Yeah. And now kids are like, they're just they, they can't like They can't even look outside and realize, hey, that was kind of cool. I'm pre-internet. Yeah. So I mean, am I. Yeah, you see, you seen those like travel games. So you're going for travel. You're going to be with your mom and dad and doing some travels. What are some good travel games you guys play? We're going to be on the airplane and we're going to be watching movies on the phone. I, I'm not going to be playing. You can't play the uh, I Spy in the airplane because you're looking out and it's just the sky. You can't play the license plate game in an airplane because there's no other. Well, you can see it. Airplanes in Alaska airline. Oh, I see a Southwest. Great game. Learned this with uh, a couple of my buddies on a trip. 
You play the name the animal that starts with the letter A. Okay. And then you say one, and then I say one, and then I have to see, like, the one you said, alligator, and then I'd say alligator. I said aardvark. Yeah, aardvark. And then we go on and on, and you have to say every one of them each time. The person sitting by you on the plane hates you at this point. Aren't you sitting by your mom and dad and your sweet wife? My mom and dad are on a separate flight, and, uh... And my wife doesn't want to talk to me that much. That's how much your your parents don't want to be rented. They're taking their own plane. Yeah, they said, okay, we'll, we'll catch well, you there. That's, that's a fun game. And then you just go through letter by letter by letter. Or I could watch a movie and, and sleep. Man, when's the last time you scratched that old brain of yours? Ow. When's the last time you did something new? Last time I did something new. That's a good thing to sell online because you're always looking and uh, selling, finding stuff new. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, right? There was somebody on the uh, local cat, uh, classified. I about I about threw out the name that no one cares about. They uh, didn't. Didn't you have a group that you'd hang out with every Thursday night? And you guys would go play with your landslides. That was and different. Stuff? That was different. That was live action role playing or LARPing as it's called. Okay. And we'd come up with our swords, and I was the king. Yeah, and that's like real real deal. Because I remember I'd see you guys all at the park on Thursday nights. We'd go karaoke and after on victory. Didn't didn't those kids go to your dad's store and like get parts to build their lances? They get some PVC pipes. We didn't have the foam there. And I'd hook him up with duct tape, and those kids treated me quite well. So is that like your Dungeons and Dragons? Well, so I wasn't familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, but this person had an uncle who unfortunately passed on, like we've been talking about. Yes. They said, there's, you know, $1,200 worth of Dungeons and Dragons stuff here, I'll sell it for 600 And I, I sent him a message and say, hey, tell me more about this, what you got, what we're looking at. And they kind of sent me a list, and I don't know enough about it, honestly. No, I was going to go through it and kind of piece it out, but... Other things have came up, and I'm like, where did you get this valuation from? Is this stuff selling? Is this what you just think stuff's worth? So I haven't dug into it, but that was something I was looking forward to, and I've kind of looked into it. So I've scratched a new itch, like you're saying. Scratched that brain a little bit, but I, I didn't I didn't purchase it at this point. Well, here's the thing. Like you, you said, you got to go with your base hits. you got to do all your same things. You know, you're not going to hit a home run unless you start swinging. Hey, you know what Michael Jordan told Wayne Gretzky? Uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? No fear. No fear. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I've seen that quote attributed to about a million different 700 people. 700 different Michael people. Scott said it, but, but it's true, right? True. You're right. not going to get on base if you don't swing. Yeah. Unless you get walked or hit. So so what you're saying is, is there's some opportunities, especially right now. Like, try it. Like, there's a lot of old stuff that y- you have... Or your grandma has, or your mom has. Somebody's got, they all got stuff. Well, even a hot tip, right? You live around college kids and stuff, they're moving all the time. Oh, yeah. Their parents bought them everything they have. They don't know the value. That's true. Nor care. So you go over end of semesters, end of years, and say, hey, what's being thrown away in the dumpster? Yeah. Uh, look online, what are kids trying to get rid of? Those graphing calculators go for like crazy ton of money. I'll Shut buy up. those all the time. Like the the TI-83s? Yeah, you know what those things cost? I don't know. I may have a friend who teaches school who I was telling this about. Okay. He may, I don't know if he did, but he was talking about confiscating them and putting them in the, you know, trouble jar. The drawer. The drawer. And just waiting for the kids to forget about them at the end of the year, put them on eBay. Next next to the toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah. Same guy. The licorice. Same guy. So, 
But yeah, so instead of taking their cell phones, take their Texas Instruments and you can sell them on eBay for 40 bucks and they're not so mad about it. I've got one of those really old ones. I've still got the owner's manual. You go home and you're going to give that to your wife and say, hey, look this up. You know what I remember about that? This is back when I was in... I don't want to know what you were spelling upside downs and backwards (laughs) on your calculators, pre-internet property. Hello? Hello? Okay, all right. (laughs) Adele? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Hello? Are you there? Do you hear me? Um... No, I, on my TI-83, like, the cool thing was... This I is, love that you have the number down. Yeah, well, I know exactly what it is. I remember what I paid for it, too. But back in 2003, okay, this was a long time ago, uh-huh. I had that calculator, and there was another guy, you had, like, a cord, and, like, he downloaded Blackjack on my, on my calculator. And that got you through math class. Because oh, then you went out and you, you start the casino and paid for school that way. I did okay in that math class. What uh, What did you pay? Oh, when I bought it? Mm-hmm. Man, I think it was like 90 bucks. It was See? expensive. I mean, it's expensive. So you can say, and so I now still you have get it. 40, 50 bucks. I still have it. That's the thing. You see them at the thrift store all the time. People just, what are you going to do with it? And they forget about it or you go over, they're, they're getting ready. They're not going to school ever again. They don't want it. I'll give you five bucks for that. You know what I would do anything for to get on that airplane with? A Klondike bar. <laughs> That's what uh, Kanye West told me. What would you do for that Klondike bar? That's what I'm asking. You said you'd do anything for it. I want, like, the old original Game Boys that had, like, Tetris on it. So, fun fact, those sell quite well. I figured they would. Uh, those are the, uh, do you remember the Sega, the Game Gears that were the color uh, one? Uh-huh, yeah. So, I mean, keep a bolo, but if you can find the originals. And that's the thing. People collect this kind of stuff, like video game stuff. They collect each yeah, generation. They get them. I mean, you can get how I talk about graded cards. Yeah. They do graded video games and stuff. I forgot about that. That's one of your other hot areas. Yeah, video games has been good. I think a lot of people know that. It's kind of getting oversaturated. So, And there's a lot of uh, counterfeit games coming into the market, believe that or not. Wow. So counterfeit Nintendo 64 games and stuff. Man. But, yeah, uh, video games, Game Boys... You know, your systems, just depending on what it is. And that's something, you, the lot, like we're talking about, somebody's going to get rid of all their stuff. You go and say, okay, you got... You, you, may, know, you, you may have some Game Boy game. You, you may have... some mix of stuff. You might have some really cool shoes with a couple signed signatures. Oh, maybe a couple well, guys with the You're like, okay, I know that video game's worth 50 bucks. I know that's worth $70. So in your mind, you're like, okay, that's $120. i will give you 130 for everything. You just don't. Sound good. That's, that's your lot. Yeah. Well, you know what I had today? Uh, Klondike bar. I had a lot of fun. Oh, okay. I had a lot of fun today. Did you have a lot of fun? Yeah. Was that in a box lot or was that a storage lot? That was a boatload of fun. That's why English is so complicated. Yeah. Because a lot could mean a lot or a lot. What's the plural word for deer? Or the lot that your your house is on the lot. Plural for deer? Deer is. No, it's deer. We was out seeing the deer is. Yeah, that must be in your high-class camo. You saw I was out in my high-class camo, camo hunting, and uh, well, we was over there, and we saw some things coming down the mountain, so we had to take out our scopes, and we scoped her up, and it turned out she was a five-point buck. Go some shed hunting, too. You know, that'd be on the Boone and Crockett scale. You're, you're, yeah. Okay. Moose. I grew up in a small rural town. Mises. And uh, I've connected and kept it to my roots. Well, so have I. Uh, yeah. The good old P-Town. Oh, on Sunday. So, okay, before we go, I know we're getting there. You uh, tagged me in something about old P-Town, old I Crumpy did. Pro. yeah. That's What's right. going on? So, apparently there's this uh, pretty cool store that it's going to close down. What's the store? It's uh, a lot of old military stuff. Okay. And uh, That stuff sells pretty well. That's why I tagged you, my friend. 
I've got a little road trip coming. You can go down and load up the wagon? And by you, you, I mean we. We can go out and load up that wagon. When's the the last day of the... uh, Sometime in May. Yeah. When they're closing down. I think it could be good, you know, we we load up in the truck, go see what we can get. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, government surplus auctions. Oh. And uh, a lot of the old military stuff ends up for sale because that's all government property, so... So you're saying, man, there's so many outlets. There's so many places. That's when people tell me, I don't know what to sell or I can't find anything. I'm like, you're not looking, right? You're not looking. So well, maybe we'll head down to the old... Someday I'm going to ask you about growing up in Prump, and we're going to talk uh, establishments, and we're going to talk uh, Art Bell. Okay. More Art Bell. You mean we'd have to be talking about aliens? Yeah. You know I like that stuff. I know that's right up your alley. Well, you know what else is also uh, right up my alley? That airplane that I'm taking off in it. Oh, man. No, paying taxes. I gotta write my checks. Uh oh. I did my taxes, man. I gotta write my checks. That means you made some money. That's why I'm saying, hey. paying taxes is the best thing you can ever do. Hey, if you're looking to pay taxes, Adam Beasley at Adam Up County can help you out with that. I'd like to pay the least amount of taxes humanly possible, and, legally possible. And uh, you like doing that for your clients as well, right? I love it. You know, but I can tell. I'll tell everybody that every single day. Paying taxes is a wonderful thing. Well, it's the same with eBay, right? Because people are like, I don't want to pay my fees. I don't want to pay PayPal fees, eBay. I want to send eBay the biggest check possible for fees of things I've sold. Because that means I've sold a lot of, of items, right? And I've noticed that on your stuff. You you had a lot of fees this year. They, they, they fee. Some people and call it fee bay. They, well, the reason is, is, you know what? They have to make money. And when they make money, you make money. That's the thing. You price it right. You're uh, you're paying. You figure out what percentages you're paying, and you just put that in your price. And uh, you just, know, it's, it's just the cost of doing business, right? It's you a have good, a store. It's a good time had by all. They gotta keep the lights on in that building somehow. You know who else has got to keep the lights on? Who? The IRS. Oh man, I don't. They can they can shut down. The government, like it says, yeah, they got to do it. And the only way to do that is uh, those two things that are certain in life. Oh, see if I can muster up the courage to say it. And, and the best part is, is even as we get to it, you know what happens? It's going to keep going after you die. That's true. People will be selling our stuff. Even after we die, there's two things in life that are certain. That would be death piles and taxes. Aruba, Jamaica.
Oh, oh, oh.